It is time for another episode of Edging On, Edging On, Edging On Multiplicity, a podcast where three Multiplicity fans watch the movie once a week, uh, ten minutes at a time, and review the film in these ten-minute increments. I'm Sam. I'm Adam. And I'm Drew. Today we're looking at minutes 40 to 50. Oh, what, how, what a beautiful start. We ended last episode on the lowest note of the whole movie. <laughs> And then we started this episode with the clapback, baby. This one's the comeback. <laughs> Before we do, though, we get Michael Keaton saying that women need to take care of children because they have breasts. Yes. So it does go a little lower first. <laughs> but Coming then, out with the low punches. Uh, but, but Laura is not taking any of that. Dude, she claps back at him so fucking hard. She responds oh. to his tweet with the clown emoji. Oh, it, it is amazing. And then... Uh, she, she finally concludes her speech with, and that's it. Now this, I find another... Michael Keaton's reply, downright chilling. Yes. <laughs> as he says... That's really, as he says, completely deadpan. That's really funny that you think that's it. <laughs> that's, 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 that's not it. That's not it. My thing is it. My thing yeah. is it. It it gets fun. It does it does become funny, but that one line is like for a moment there, like the pregnant pause after that line. Yeah, it was a total oh. freaking 180. Like he had kind of a look on his face like like okay, all right, I'm going to hear her out. And then you think that's it? Blank face. That's funny. You think that's it? I love how Andy McDowell is able to portray amusement throughout all of this. Yes. Like, it's pa- it's pathetic and humorous <laughs> it's... that Doug is... She understands the irony of them at the favorite it... restaurant, the Ponderosa Steakhouse. It makes it so much funnier. Uh, Otherwise, been... it would be a domestic dispute, but Andy McDowell puts so much levity into this fight about women's role in the world. <laughs> yes. For how poorly she is treated in this movie, she is an amazing character. She, I, I can honestly say, she does steal every scene she's in. Like even with Michael Keaton, who is a who is a fantastic actor. I don't know because Michael Keaton's got some real good shots coming up here. Oh man. Okay, and th- this this ten uh, the scene that took up most of this ten minutes. He w- it was very good seeing him. He did really keep me engaged in. I'm starting to re- some ways. I'm starting to realize you'd cut the thir- first thirty minutes of this movie. We might have something here. Yeah, this would be a good like uh? film to promote at Sundance or something like that. You know, I think the, the 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 pacing of the first thirty minutes and just like the the jokes in general are kind of. We'd have to. We'll, we'll, we'll fix it in the finale. <laughs> we'll fix it in the finale. This movie, I mean, this ten minute increment of this movie is shenanigans central, baby. And also, it's a beautiful like one, pretty much like a one location. Scene. Yeah. 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 And there's actually solid character development defining quite answering questions that we had about this stupid fucking clone <laughs> plot that was completely yeah. ignored for the last ten minutes. <laughs> this yeah, uh, because <laughs> as we're uh, as we're fi- finishing up this argument in the Ponderosa in, Steakhouse. In the Ponderosa Steakhouse, uh, we notice in the background the can <laughs> the, the the focus goes to the, the table in the back and we see Double D yeah. <laughs> on a date with the secretary from the office. He's hunting for Slash and he is thirsty. Michael Keaton too is cheating on his wife. Or is well, he? It's not. <laughs> or is he? Yeah. This, this question. would actually be a nice grounds for discussion. What are what would it be ethical being a clone? 
to have sex with someone who is not the original wife. Yes. Especially, in, so. especially in the case where your original, uh, your original self has forbade you from having sex, <laughs> and is still around. Yeah, who yeah. are you going to have sex with? What it, is that? How the movie ends? Are they going to clone his wife? So the clone, original clone. Oh my god! You save it for the end. Save of the it. Oh, this is your, this is, a, oh, I need that. I need that shit. Let it marinate. Like put that in the bag. Get some spices in there, sealed up, put it in the refrigerator overnight. It's going to be way more delicious at the end oh, of the episode. Nice and tender and juicy plot twist, that would be. Yeah, let that marinate for another 30 minutes. <laughs> there are two Dugs in the single Ponderosa. Yes, and one one Doug with his wife, the other Doug with the secretary from the office. What an absolute scandal. Can we get a shenanigans uh-oh? Uh-oh. Can we get like a woo? Can we get like some cartoon sound effects? <laughs> Can we get an Arsenal approaching sound effect? It's going to take me so fucking long. <laughs> yeah, uh, the reaction shot of, of Doug seeing his clone is another one of the best in the movie. Double D is, is the secretary and he have kind of had this weird flirtatious thing in like three seconds of the movie. In that yes. they talked once. Yeah, yes. and she was kind of like giving him the eye, you know. She's getting the, the, the fuck eye. me double D eyes. Yes. But Double G, uh, to his credit, is giving her his sob story, never okay. lying to her once. Yeah, I was going to say, it, no, sob story, it, completely true. Yes. <laughs> it, no, nothing he says at any point is false. I'm sleeping in the garage, I don't talk to my wife. She doesn't know I exist? Yes. Like, that's clever writing. I will give them that. That is pretty funny. And he is an inch away from going to Pound Town because of his puppy dog story. She full on says... You want, to to, <laughs> you want to go back to my place, and as they get up to leave, they uh, they, they, they happen, lock eyes. They lock eyes from across the room. The two dogs, that is. The two yes. dogs. What ensues? Well, fuck at me. <laughs> Before what ensues, I'd just like to say, uh, I can't imagine they were at the Ponderosa for too long because. Knowing the power of the Ponderosa Steakhouse, they'd already be making out on the table if they were there for like <laughs> the entire meal. The Ponderosa is like a natural aphrodisiac. No, I said, I, Ponderosa is a bit of the slow burn. Ponderosa is what gets, what gets you in the mood. You know, you get that Ponderosa in you, it starts to, it starts to sit. You know you're not going to digest it for two days? Yeah, like it, it, it starts to get, like as it starts to digest, that's when it, that, that's what it, that's what does it. So, uh, the, the, oh. the, the two Michael Keatons are now aware of each other and they are also immediate, he immediately, original Michael Keaton immediately realizes that uh, his clone has come. It is. It is trying to fuck the secretary, and he, he is there with his wife. It needs to do something immediately. So he grabs and it, 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 it McDowell starts turning around, grabs her head, and in the greatest reaction image <gasps> of this entire movie, look at me, look at me. His head, <laughs> his head retracted into his body. His eyes bulging from his face. Hopefully this look will be. Me. Hopefully this will be the image that we attach to this season. So just appreciate it. At the very least, this one episode. I think it's worth having one episode have its own thumbnail Indeed. for it to be this one. <laughs> appreciate that and imagine him whispering and screaming at the same time. Look at me. Look at me. It's like he's Batman again. Yeah, it's <laughs> like they hired him to play Batman today. That's actually his audition. Wait, no, this came out way after Batman. It was oh, it was uh, the inspiration, actually. Yeah, the time traveling inspiration. <laughs> the, wait, what? No, and they went back and were, when uh, oh, Batman was the inspiration. Mm. No, this, yeah, this is the inspiration for Dark Knight Batman. 
Oh, okay. I swear to me. I thought you were saying that this movie inspired time travel so Michael Keaton could go back and audition for that. Sequel to Multiplicity. Multiplicity Multiplicity 2. Out of time. There's... I hate that that could actually be it. Right before Look at Me, right when uh, Doug 1 sees Double D and the secretary, Mm. he starts choking on some bread in this (laughs) very humorously overly dramatic scene and Andy McDowell is really worried about him. But... But before he chokes on the bread, while he was chewing it, he was still talking to his wife about her about his desire for her to quit her job. She's like, yes. yeah, you gotta take care of the kid. You know, it's a good thing that both Michael Keatons are really good at not making a scene. Otherwise, that would have been really suspicious. Yeah, they're very good at it. Uh, As we see with uh, original Michael Keatons, Newest divergent tactic, aside from look at me, where he opens up the menus. This, this, is my, this, is, this is my other favorite line. As he holds the menu in front of his face with his head directly past the menu going, Oh, it looks so good. This looks good. This all looks so good. And then Andy McDowell says, You're looking at the wine menu. And then the laptop <laughs> plays. And yeah, you're looking at the wine menu as if wine couldn't look good. And then he says, That explains why there's so many beverages. And then the laugh track plays again. I, uh, that was just, that was painful. That was so un. That, That's that a full not, house joke. That could not have been written down. That had to have been some impro- improvisation. I, I, I feel like this has like a Caddyshack backstory. I feel like they just filmed scenes and just let the actors go buck wild. Mm. I, I guarantee they had like a storyboard of what was supposed to happen. And the actors just did what they do. When it works in this, it works though. In this instance, yeah, not 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 the the wine thing. That was that was <laughs> stinky. Yeah, but uh, so the the, the immediately uh, Keaton's both realize that they have to do something. So Double so, D does great cover by saying that he wants pie. And then, but and then uh, he he quickly backtracks and says that uh, they should go to the bathroom together. Yes, he and his no, no. date, the secretary. No, 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 we should both go to the women's room. No, 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 I should, I should escort you to the women's room and then go to the men's room, the separate bathrooms, yes. So then he, uh, in, in, in a uh, callback to the to the fire Eugene Levy, pulls and like, just pushes her, pushes her straight into the bathroom. We hear, like, the door slam as she falls in, and then he runs into the men's room as uh, Michael Keaton uh, OG follows him in. And there we have some marvelous dialogue. Yes, at the urinal. As they as they take pisses together, we hear lovely exchanges of information with original Michael Keaton glancing at Clone's dick okay. in amazement. I'm glad that I'm glad that I'm not the only one who's never noticed this. Mm. He totally checks out his hog. It's not yes. like even a joke. He just full on leans over. It's not even subtle. But but they start discussing and <clears throat> realizing how stupidly they didn't un- understand or discuss this whole clone scenario because I mean Michael Keaton has a clone and the two of them have not coordinated jack nor shit do people know about the clone institute I don't I think can't they imagine do. you can keep that a secret if there's clones up and running oh and while they're in the bathroom original Michael Keaton says to double d you knew I would be here. This is my favorite restaurant. And naturally, <laughs> the clone says, this is my favorite restaurant, too. Dingus. I did like, you gotta love it. They both love Ponderosa. It's no secret. Everybody loves Ponderosa, of course, with such high-quality meals at such affordable prices. Early bird Adam specials they're... until four. Adam, they're white and it's 1996. They love, love Ponderosa. Ponderosa. <laughs> 
Fair White and it's 1996. This, this is a true story. I was making a, the jokes about Ponderosa Steakhouse like bef- like long long before this, and uh, I found a VHS tape my parents had recorded of uh, the X Files from 1997. And I put put it in my VCR, and I I shit you not, like the third commercial on the tape is for Ponderosa Steakhouse, <laughs> and I just started laughing maniacally. What is it that's so funny about Ponderosa Steakhouse? You it, it, because no one has ever been there, but everybody know, has an idea of exactly what it should be because everything about Ponderosa Steakhouse tells you everything you need to know without having to ever set foot in one. I, I disagree. I think everyone has been to Ponderosa Steakhouse, but no one knows it was a Ponderosa Steakhouse. Ooh, I Ooh, like that that's theory. Good. That that is really good because I that you say that and I can't refute it. <laughs> I, like there was a build. Ponderosa Steakhouse where I grew up. I've probably eaten at Ponderosa Steakhouse. You probably got a little plate of chicken fingers and fries that's while your parents did like business with swinger couples or something like that. Is that is that what made our generation the way we are? That's what made us the greatest it's the asbestos in the Ponderosa. It's the chemicals they're putting in the Ponderosa Steakhouse. I'd like to build on Adam's uh, conclusion about Ponderosa Steakhouse by also saying the other layer of what's so funny about it is that uh, every person over the age of uh, 40, whenever you bring <laughs> yes. up Ponderosa in conversation, they'll be like, oh, I miss the Ponderosa. Or, uh, that, you know that Ponderosa in uh, X Town closed down? That's too bad. Yeah, there's a Ponderosa every, every 60 miles around here. And but, they're all closed. They're yeah. all closed now. <laughs> because of the nothing but remnants. But no, but nothing ever like but when a Ponderosa this is the other the really curious thing about Ponderosa steakhouses. When a Ponderosa closes, it doesn't get shut it doesn't get like taken down. A Ponderosa closes and sits as an empty husk for the next decade. It's a scar on Midwestern society. That just like goes a to show general. nobody knows what the fuck to do with a Ponderosa building. The, the town I grew up in had an empty Ponderosa for 15 years. It took, as mentioned in the previous episode, it took them 15 years for them to bulldoze that Ponderosa and put a Frisch's Big Boys in. In, in the town where Drew and I grew up, there was a Ponderosa there for about the first five, six years of our lives. It closed. Ten years later, they finally did something with it. It was the same fucking building with a different sign. Welcome to Edging on Ponderosa. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to record a special episode live in a Ponderosa Steakhouse. How We're going to find, the, to last, find... the last one still operating in the country. We're going to take a five-hour road trip to Ponderosa. We're going to get them to sponsor the episode. We're going to set up all our equipment there. That was a sponsor by Ponderosa. I can't know, with the last one. I can't wait until we travel into the negative zone to find the last Ponderosa. <laughs> I really think that Michael Keaton does a better job playing Double D than original Doug. Yeah, isn't that weird? Michael Keaton feels so, like, strangled trying to play an average Joe when anyone who knows Michael Keaton knows he is anything but. He is an alpha, just like Double D. He's got to play a weirdo. There's something about the constant articulation and (laughs) cocky self-assuredness of Double D that Keaton just puts on, like, a sweater and wears perfectly. I think uh, original flavor Michael Keaton really does come to his own, too, though, when uh, when he starts to really get weird with it. Yeah, and when he starts drowning his clone. Yes. For oh the stupidest fucking reason. 
somebody happened to walk in to the men's room at the Ponderosa Steakhouse, and instead of like having him turn away, act like hello, he's doing this something is my, else, or or say hello, this is my twin brother. Yeah, or not you don't say anything. You don't know who I am. If you ask me a question, I'll say we're twins. I am not going to say anything if I see two people who look similar in a men's room. If they were dressed the same, however, maybe. Maybe that would be yeah, a little maybe. weird. They're wearing different clothes. One of them is considerably more tan than the other. But no, instead of just letting this resolve naturally, what does he do? He starts drowning Double D in the sink. He holds his head underwater when this other man walks in. And uh, it's not an inc- it's, it's for a not inconsiderable amount of time. Yes. Because that's not weirder than seeing two guys who resemble each other. But hey, Double, Double D's a fad. He takes it in stride. He does. He's like... Oh. Yeah, he he gets up and he's like... It'd be funny if he got drink. up and he spit out a little goldfish. Aww, <laughs> in the sink. But, but then the guy just goes into a stall uh, after interrogating why Michael Keaton is drowning somebody. Michael Keaton says, Okay, I've just seen another guy wash another man's face in the men's room. Perfectly reasonable explanation. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, here, I wrote down exactly what he said, and I thought the wording was fantastic. What he said was... Baba Booey, Baba Booey. <laughs> Mama one. Oh, wait, no, I wrote down... That, that was for a different one that we'll get to later. But it's it's good, don't you worry. Smorgasbord of So, naturally, the clones decide what plan of action to take. They want... Or, original Michael Keaton wants to switch so he can go back to work, which he clearly loves more than his family. Mm. But Double D says, look, I was born and bred to work. I'll probably beat Did Laura. Did you say born inbred? Yeah. Born and bred? Born and bred. Sorry, folks, we have lingering Appalachian accents, so born and bred. I was born in a loaf of bread. Alright, fuck it. That was stupid. Yeah. Alright, so then what does he do? Uh, they decide, uh, they'll talk about this later. They need to get back to their dates. They need to get the hell out of here. Yes, they need to get Laura out of here. So they... they I'm not Laura, the secretary. So, Both so, of them. So they walk out, and, and immediately... Fuck up. Immediately the secretary turns around and goes, oh, Doug, it's your wife. <laughs> and by this... The Doug who comes out is original D. Is original flavor Doug. <laughs> the secretary, of course, who is who is going to be the one who sees them first. They really should have thought of this. She, in horror, pulls him aside and goes, Doug, your wife's here. We have to go. And at the same time, notices the jacket on this Doug is different than the one from the Doug who came and went into the bathroom. So he just explains that he traded with another guy in the bathroom, as you do. As Oh, not only that, he says, happens all the time. Guys trade clothes in the men's room. Don't question it. It happens. The, the, this is the third t- instance of Doug's, like, uh, manic, I don't understand how I can get myself out of this situation, so I'm just going to say the same sentence, like, five times. Like, new guy, new guy, guy is working new. And, uh, what was the first one? The Oh, uh, what do I think? Yeah, no, not what do I think. Ah, well. When he just, like, has verbal diarrhea for a little while? Yeah, the first one where he has verbal diarrhea. What is that? Play the word, work it. In this 10-minute chunk? No, no, it was in, like, the second 10-minute chunk. So, uh, d- uh, what, 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 is, what does Michael Heaton do to, uh, to hide the secretary from the Laura? The stupidest shit. He puts... All right, wait, uh, hold, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's play a little game with the fans real quick, all right? Okay, multiple choice. Multiple choice. Play does he, home. A, cover her face with a menu, B, does he hide her face with her hair, or C, 
Does he put a fucking bag over her head? And then, <laughs> or D, does he do nothing because his wife does not know who this person is, and should she see her, would have no. <laughs> <laughs> or not... E, or E, does Doug put a bag over his own head because he's the one that Laura will recognize <laughs> with this other woman? Yeah, what the fuck is up with that? Why is he covering her face? It's C, it's C, yeah, he puts a bag on her head. He, yes. pu- he puts the bag on her head and then and like throws her into a table. <laughs> yes. unrecognized. Oh my gosh. So for, uh, Double D comes out and uh, confused just uh, just goes with it and, and walks walks over to Laura. And uh, she, she, she tries to get back into the argument. <laughs> Yeah, but he, he, he's so clueless as to what the argument's about. He saw he manages to accidentally fix the relationship. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> she she says, "Are you going to continue talking about me going back to work?" No, we're not talking about that. It's stupid. It's stupid. I'm not worry about that. Yeah, no. Kiss me. To dis- his distraction is to like violently make out with her. He's just like, "I love you," right? No. What All was right. the if if that was the plan? What was the point of putting the bag over the secretary's face? I don't think there that was, was the plan. No, do you think I don't? Your first problem is assuming that Michael Keaton had a plan. They did not make a plan. <laughs> do I look like a guy with a plan? My father cloned himself three times. See, what, what Michael Keaton's character in this movie does not make plans. He uh, attempts to fix what he's currently doing. Like well, he he's just in a constant state of of catching up, and he never gets there. No, he never quite makes it. So then uh, Michael Keaton, uh, Doug Prime, who's with the secretary with a bag on her head, throws her into a few more tables, yes, uh, yes. shoves her to the ground a few more times, and then throws her out of the restaurant. Oh, bef- uh, right after he tosses a guy's salad and Literally. says, there, I tossed your salad. Yes. Why? Well, he accidentally Improv puts actor, he, Michael Keaton. He accidentally puts his hand on the table in the guy's salad. And as he as he like peeks over the table, he sees what he's done. The guy's mad, so he he tosses the salad. Sometimes when guys are angry, you just gotta toss their salad, and everything is solved. Yes. I remember the last time I was at the Ponderosa Steakhouse with my significant other, and there was there were these two of the same guys, and they were acting really suspicious and causing shenanigans. But then one of the guys tossed my salad in the bathroom, and I, I was willing to forgive him. Hmm. Why were you eating salad in the bathroom? Well, I mean, I'm not gonna let it get cold on the table. This is a true story. One time, I was in the, uh... You got to sense the name of the mall. It's the big mall. It's the Fairfield Mall in the Macy's. Uh, I, I go into the, the men's restroom, and, and someone has written on the stall of the men's restroom, uh, meet me back here at, like, date and time. And it was that day in like 10 minutes from when I was in the bathroom. Oh, I have man. never had such sheer panic. I don't I don't know why I just remembered the, so the sheer like panic. Dumb and dumber? No, I got the fuck out of it. I got out of there so fast. What if it was a beautiful woman with big breasts? I don't I don't know who it was, but I was a child. <laughs> oh, man, even worse. This big trucker gets in there, he's like Double takes at you and, and just unbuckles his pants going, I guess you'll do. We can't. This isn't the Dunstan season. Oh, okay. But uh, luckily, while uh, Double D is violently making out with uh, Laura in the Push, Ponderosa Steakhouse. Pushing her down the booth. Like, Frenchier. violently. It, they finally manage to split up, and later the two Dugs meet up at the guest house where Double D has been staying. And that brings me to a question... 
has nobody in the family looked out at the guest house and saw that there was a light on and the television on? Uh, the, the blinds were closed. There were wood shutters, which were all like fully closed. Those keep most of the light out. And they, they said something. And they also said something about throwing blackout curtains in. I do remember. Okay. They, he did, yep, I remember. Okay. You're right. I've seen this movie many times. Okay. <laughs> they said they're going to put up blackout curtains, which would keep all the excess light out. Sin is something fair. of a master of multiplicity. I, I want to point out here too. I really like in this scene where uh, Michael Keaton two tosses Michael Keaton one a beer. Really good way to show off, like subtly show off the effect because it, it works perfectly. Like the timing of it, of like the can arcing through the air and Michael Keaton catching it, it's like dead on. Mm-hmm. They did a really good job of that, of uh, compositing that shot. I just wanted to say. Yeah, I agree. Like I, I agree with what you said because it, it would have been so easy to have like one shot of Michael Keaton just tossing a beer and then just cut to a shot of the guy like shaking his arm like he's catching the beer. That was nice to see. They're definitely being a little more creative. You could tell they did it to show off, but they did it subtly enough that it was. I, I, it, it wasn't really obnoxious. But, yeah. but it's before not like this, three D movies where everything's it's like, whoa! Out your look face. at this paddle ball. And right before that, Clone Doug shook that beer up so hard that yes. when original Doug opened it, it sprayed all over his face, and he's like, "Clone Doug." <laughs> that did not happen. That but not what happen. does happen? is uh, a new development in the movie. Makes a little less sense. Adam, what's funnier than two Michael Keatons? A Doug Trio. <laughs> That's a Pokemon reference. <laughs> I love the Pokemans. And so does Doug 3! There's a third Doug who seems to be very in touch with... Game. Game. Game time. Game, Game. time. Adam, he has said, like, two... One, I think two lines. Two lines. Which, like, high... Like, just a basic introduction. Game time. What do you think his character is going to be? He's going to be, like, a real soft guy. Like, kind of a therapeutic, like... A therapeutic like, Doug? Like, like, uh, like, who's very considerate and in touch with his feelings. I think they're going to have him be, like, the voice of reason. Is it the button-down shirt? It was the play. It was the complete the, white. The, yeah, the and complete just white the way starched he, shirt. The way he carries himself, it is very. It is someone who's like, so it, it just comes off as a way that you can like infer that he is more of a softy. He's a little soy boy. Oh my God. Two two notes. First note. I'm gonna start clapping to cut Drew in real life. <laughs> That's <laughs> going to work. Second note. Nice spoiler. I don't think it's a spoiler, but I, I'm going to go ahead and give Michael Keaton props for the acting on that one because, yeah, you pretty much nailed it. And I'm going to give Adam props for that hole-in-one. Yeah. That's you, exactly you, what Dougie is. Can we you got it that on. Hole-in-one noise. Hole-in-one! Nintendo's famously very generous with their copyrights. Okay. Famously decisions against using a sound effect in a podcast. As seen in the court case of 2020, where Nintendo dropped the entire lawsuit against Doug Dimidon. Ah, <laughs> oh, but yes, we're introduced to the, the new Doug, because whenever whenever responsibility comes a knocking, you gotta buckle down and make another clone of yourself. You, Doug, Doug, Doug gotta turn heel and run. <laughs> Triple D or Soy Boy Doug. Uh, is just briefly introduced, has said two things as Sam has touched upon. Mm. And uh, that's pretty much where the 30 minutes ends. But I'm not sure if now is a good time or if we should wait 
to discuss how the hell Doug got Clone Doug 3, because I've seen this movie before, and I do not know. I, I, I guess he just went back and He said, went to the Institute, hey, idiot. Hey, Doc, uh, the first clone wandered off in the traffic. <laughs> I, I, need, I forgot to feed and water him. <laughs> Can I get another one? He just brings the dehydrated corpse of Doug to I'll, I'll take care of it this time, I promise. Now I know he needs water every day. And now he's got triple Doug. Yes. He drank 12 Paps Blue Ribbons in one sitting and exploded. If Doug had to pay a, a significant fee for his first clone, he's got to pay a significant fee for the second one, right? Well, his wife has a new job now. Obviously, the money is pouring in because he's now going to be able to fix up the house, like he mentioned once. Yeah. I'd and, like to see Soy soft, uh, soft Doug try and do like home improvement work. Like he he shoots he shoots a nail through his fingernail or something like that, just like <laughs> through just his fingernail. Like he has yeah, like, just such like... a long fingernail. <laughs> 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 Damn, that was a good Pee Herman. <laughs> well, too bad it's oops all peaks. <laughs> I can bring peaks down. I can't wait until uh, Pee Wee Herman reveals himself as the clone hunter. Oh, Pee Wee Herman reveals himself. Oh, man, too soon. <laughs> well, oh. Where would Pee Wee Herman best fit in this movie? And you can't say replacing Michael Keaton. Clone I was going to say hunter. the guy that got locked in the port of John. No, he's not that much of it. He's not He's not that good at playing a dick. Well, he didn't have to be a dick. He just has to be annoying. We can he, just make him like a the, annoying He'd be the guy that walks into the bathroom. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Sir Marker Kid I'm a terrible voice. I Mr. Bean. I can't Sir do Sir Marker Kid This is unheard of. Oh, Doug. <laughs> There's two of you. How many fingers are inside me, Doug? That feels ginormous. I got a third clone, Patty. Just to please you. So now you don't have to keep going back to Roger. Look at me. Look, Look at me. me. I am the original Michael Keaton. How does the movie end, Adam? I'm, I'm really enjoying our descent in the madness the series goes on. <laughs> oh, I think... I, I, for one, welcome it. I think there's going to be a weird mix-up, and I guarantee there's going to be a scene where there's like a revolving door of Dugs. Every one of the Dugs is going to be like taking turns walking in on the wife... <laughs> And she's like, oh, Doug, oh, now that we're, you're back, we'll finish talking about what we're talking about. And he's like, oh, I'm going to get something real quick. Another Doug comes out, and it's going to be that. Mm. It's just going to repeat that until the joke is dead. <laughs> and then I have, I think the rest of the clones are just kind of going to disappear. They're just going <laughs> to go gonna, off and do their own thing. They're just going to die of exposure. I can't see, other than, like, radical extermination, I don't know how you'd get rid of this many clones at this point. We got three now. There's two... That have to die. I don't think you can just like make them disappear. I don't think there's like a reset button is what I'm saying. I don't think, I think you'd have to physically kill them it to get, get rid of them. It gets I, really dramatic in the end when the clones sacrifice themselves for Doug. Oh, I, I, like I, I, Doug, 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 Doug is about to get hit by a semi and Doug too pushes him out of the way. The first Doug one screams, no! Everyone knows he the holds, way to reset. He cradles his corpse. No one can fuck my wife like you. The, so, on, the only way to reset a, a Doug clone is to unbend a paperclip and then go into their belly button, find the little red button, <laughs> and then hold it down for five seconds. We will 100% accept a Ponderosa sponsorship. This yeah, isn't a joke anymore. If you, if you or your loved ones know of a Ponderosa that's still in existence, please just just let us know. Email we just us. want a little money. Just podcast at gmail.com. 
Yeah. Edging Podcast. That's E-D-G-I-N-G-A-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Okay, should we call our, uh... Oh, wait. That was fucked. Should we call our... Okay, I think it's time that we we give our audience a name. I don't sort think of, so. Like, sort of group name. I feel like the Ponderosa crew. No. <laughs> this is just one season's squad. <laughs> I think that it's just... I think usually the fans decide of a name for themselves. It's a bit presumptuous nice. for us to call people Ponderosa. You said you turned off the lights, Sam! No, we can see that now! Are you guys doing a podcast in there? Wow, I'll come back later. <laughs> okay, he's definitely gone now. He's gonna... Oh, thank God. He's, no, he's gonna come back. Is he okay? He's, he's still there. He, he just stomped his feet like five times to make it sound like he was walking away. Staring at us from the window. Wait a minute, there's really lumpy. Wait a minute, you see him out the keyhole? He's out this window. There's. Oh my god, he's got a gun. <laughs> there's more than one of him. There's. Uh, uh, what's that? <gasps> <laughs> that was fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> Well, that was uh, another episode of uh, Edging on Edging on Edging on Multiplicity. I gotta say, I'm really enjoying the uh, manic energy we're capturing with these uh, these more recent watches. There's just so much machismo that bleeds off from Multiplicity, and we are bearing this cross, so you don't have to watch it. We, no, no, we, no, 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 they should all watch the movie. Well, you know, not have Support the official release. Oh, yeah, that's right. The, uh, like that. I don't even know if there is like an official way to buy this new. I'm pretty sure the the Blu-ray on eBay is gotta be bootleg. I think that about pretty much sums up this junk, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's been uh, edging on, edging on, edging on multiplicity. I've been Sam. I've been Adam. And I've been Drew. And can't wait to see you again next week when we continue watching this blessed film. Thank you for wasting your time with us. Don't forget to watch the movie. Edging on. Edging on. Edging on. Multiplicity. That was Edging on Multiplicity, a podcast where three brainless clones discuss multiplicity ten minutes at a time. You can email us at edgingpodcast at gmail.com. Edging on is a podcast by Sam featuring Adam and Drew. Music is done by Sam and edited by Adam.